Would you like to know how to escape the temptation trap and effectively say no to lust and porn and masturbation? Do you desire to avoid the snare altogether and stop giving in to the beast? Would you like to know how to live completely and unreservedly for God? Do you long for the time when you never have to lie ever again to cover up your sin? If so, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Point of Purity Podcast. This is a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry, and this is episode number 98. In this episode, we're going to begin a discussion about the choices that we make and the consequences that follow. So let's dive right in. Well, as we begin this week's episode, let's take a moment and let's just pray together. Would you join with me? Father, we come before you right now, and we humbly acknowledge the fact that you, and you alone, are God. So would you please help us as we endeavor to remove King Me from the throne of our heart, and choose instead to allow you to be the Lord and leader of every aspect of our life. And so we come before you right now and we ask you to make us know your ways. O Lord, teach us your paths. Lead us in your truth and teach us. You are the God of our salvation and for you we wait all the day long. Please, Father, show us. Show us right now your ways that we may know you. And would you please open our eyes, that we may behold wondrous things out of your law. It's in Jesus' precious name that I pray this. Amen. Well, Acts chapter 3, verse 19 says, Repent then, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. I'm going to assume that you would appreciate some times of refreshing from the Lord. Am I right? I'm also assuming that for most of you listening, those times of refreshing would include that elusive sexual purity that you've been longing for, pushing for, striving for, trying to achieve. And might I also be safe in assuming that you struggle sometimes, believing that those times of refreshing that the Scriptures promise are even achievable, let alone long-lasting. Well, I assure you, my friend, God is not a liar, and God has promised in his word that when you repent and you turn to him, when you get King Me off the throne of your heart and allow God to be the Lord and leader of every aspect of your life, he will, listen to this, he will give you times of refreshing, Acts 3.19. He will give you victory. That's the truth. That's a biblical fact. And yet, right now, as you're listening, you may be thinking that what I'm saying, what you're hearing, is a little bit too hard to believe. I promise you, my friend, I promise you, you can be completely free from the powerful, relentless grip of lust, porn, and masturbation, and any other form of sexual temptation. You don't have to give in anymore. You have God's authoritative word on that. And I will just add very quickly my personal testimony. I know the truth of God's Word and the impact that it can have upon your life. I'm a living example. James chapter 4, verse 7 reveals for us what I call heaven's recipe for guaranteed victory. 
It says this, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I want you to notice in that verse that only one thing is required here for lasting victory. That one thing, submit to God. You and I must choose daily to place self under God's absolute authority in every aspect of our life, including our sexual desires and passions. Yield your will completely over to His. Surrender your desires in favor of His. Submit yourself daily to the lordship and leadership of God in your life, and the unrefutable promise in Scripture is that Satan must flee from you. Now, I want you to notice the wording of James 4, 7. You see, Scripture doesn't tell you to submit to God and resist the devil, as if they're two separate things. No, it's, it's one fluid motion. As you choose to submit to God, as you choose to yield your will to the lordship and leadership of God in every aspect of your life, and listen to watch this, the very act of submission includes that of resisting the devil. It's choosing daily to say yes to the Holy Spirit, which in turn automatically is saying no to the lies the enemy's whispering in your heart. Cling to the truth, my friend, because it is the truth that will always set you free, John 8, 32. Now, the order of things here in James 4, 7 is critical to our purity. You must, we must choose daily to submit to God before you can ever effectively resist the devil. You see, if you attempt to reverse the order, if you try to resist the devil before you submit to God, you will utterly and painfully fail and fall every time. The enemy will not flee from you. He's not afraid of you, Acts 19.15. However, when you submit yourself to God, when you choose to dethrone King Me and allow God to be the absolute authority in every aspect of your life, including your sexuality, Satan has to turn tail and run. That's a guarantee. So to live in victory, to live in purity, we must choose daily. We must choose moment by moment to submit ourselves to God. We need to make the willful choice to walk in total obedience to Him. We need to choose to put ourselves under God's full and complete authority in our lives all the time, no matter where, no matter when, no matter what, no matter why. Jesus said in Luke 9.23, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Luke 9.23 Think with me for a moment about a soldier who's under the leadership of his superior officer. That soldier acknowledges the authority that, he, that has been placed over him. That soldier is trusting in the fact that his superior officer, his commanding officer, knows more than he does. He's trusting the commander-in-chief to lead, and, choose, and, and, and so he's, he's choosing to obey the commands that are given to him. He's choosing to follow the leadership, whether he understands it and agrees with it or not. That is submitting to authority. We need to choose daily to do the same with God. Deny yourself. Listen, it must never be about what I want, I need, 
I desire, I deserve, I have to have, or, or I can't live without. Choose instead to daily die to the selfish, sinful desires of King Me and choose instead to surrender to the guidance and the governance and the headship of the highest authority, God Himself. Let God lead you. He's our perfect shepherd, Psalm 23. But here's the struggle. In our own sinful, independent spirit, we tend to think we know better. In fact, we usually think we know best, don't we? We're a generation of people that are constantly trying to claim our rights. As one food chain used to advertise, you should have it your way. Well, that mindset has permeated every aspect of life, to the point where even the concept of submission to a higher authority tends to rub us the wrong way. When your focus is on King Me, now watch this now. When your focus is on King Me, you can easily be swept away with the world's philosophy of my rights and my way, no matter the cost. Submitting yourself under the lordship and leadership of God in every aspect of your life is easier said than done, am I right? Well, I believe that's due in a large part because submitting yourself to God requires humility and repentance, something most of us struggle with in spades if we were honest with ourselves. So let's break that down. Let's talk about humility, and then let's talk about repentance. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will exalt you. Humility in Scripture refers to being fully aware and in full agreement with the fact that you are not God. Let's face it, that flies in the face of everything King Me wants you to believe, right? But the bottom line is, you are not God, and neither am I. There's only one true God, and we are not it. We are created being fully dependent upon our Creator for all things. We are in all... We're in all ways, think about this one, we're in all ways subservient to the one true God. We owe him everything. He owes us nothing. Pride, which is the opposite of humility, says, I am king. I am God. I want. I need. I deserve. I desire. I must have. I can't live without. It's all about me. The primary focus of king me is always upon the sinful, selfish desires of of self. I like to put it this way. King me always has an I, E-Y-E, for the I, the letter I. Let me repeat that again. King me always has an I for the I. King me makes sure that the I gets everything that the I wants. I must be happy, 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 no matter the cost. Can you see who's sitting on the throne when pride is reigning? And, and here's a hint. It's not God. On the other hand, humility says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, Galatians 2.20. In other words, King me is powerless. King me no longer reigns. King me has no authority in my life. Humility understands that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, Galatians 5.24. In humility, King Me surrenders completely, totally, 
unreservedly at all times to the King of all kings. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 and 6 says, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility. For God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. 1 Peter 5, 5 and 6. To be free, now watch this, to be free from the grip of sexual impurity. To be victorious over your sinful habits. You must daily, you must moment by moment, make the choice to humble yourself. By removing King Me from the throne of your heart, it's not about me, it's not about you. You must make that choice. I Listen, I can't make it for you as much as I may want to, and you can't make it for me. You have to make that choice. You must choose to step off and step back and allow the King of Kings to assume the absolute lordship and unconditional leadership of your life, all of your life, all of the time. In Proverbs 22, verse 4, it says, The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Wow. Let God give you the victory that you desire. Let your Creator richly bless you. Let Him raise you up to a position of dignity and honor if and when He so chooses. Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends, 2 Corinthians ten seventeen and 18. You see, it's not about you fighting the three-headed dragon and emerging at the end of the battle victorious. It's not about you putting your head upon the neck of the beast and shouting out, I fought the beast and the beast lost. It's all about God getting the praise, getting the glory, forgiving you everything you need, 2 Peter 1, 3, to be more than a conqueror, Romans 8, 37. It's about the fact that only God, are you listening? Only God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 19. King me cannot do that because only God can supply every need. But that requires humility on our part. We must daily choose to drop to our knees before God and yield our heart and our soul to Him. James 4, verses 6 and 7 says, God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Proverbs eighteen twelve says, Before destruction, a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs 11, verse 2 says, When pride comes, well, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Proverbs twenty nine twenty three says that one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. I want you to consider this next statement very carefully. Listen, there can be no victory where there is no surrender. Let me repeat that. There can be no victory where there is no surrender. And I'm not referring to the enemy surrendering to you. I'm referring to you surrendering to God. There can be no victory where there is no surrender. You Listen, you will not experience victory over the beast of sexual temptation until you fully surrender to the beast master, God himself. Oh, my friend, please don't be deceived into believing you can beat sexual temptation on your own. You can't. 
Listen, your past attempts and failures prove that point in spades. Am I right? As we just read in James 4, 7, we're commanded to submit ourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You don't Listen, you don't have to give in to your sexual temptations anymore. Submitting yourself to God requires humility and repentance. Now, we've talked about humility. Let's take the last couple of minutes here, and let's talk about repentance. You see, repentance refers to having a change in your thinking. You've been accustomed to thinking about pleasing King me, what's going to make me happy, happy, happy. And up to this point, you, watch this, you have been trying to defeat the beast because you think that's what will make you happy. You've been trying to quit. Well, you need to stop trying and start turning. You need to do an about face and choose to only think about glorifying God instead of satisfying self. You have repeatedly failed God will not. In Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, God says, If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, there's humility and repentance, then, he promises, I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Can you see the humility there? Can you see the repentance here? Do you see the promise that God gives you? Submit yourself to him. Humble yourself before him. Resist the devil. Turn from your wicked ways. Then God will hear. God will forgive. God will heal. There can be no victory where there is no surrender. Oh, my friend, please, please listen to me. Only God can give you what you're seeking. Only God will give you what you're needing. Only God truly satisfies. You cannot, you cannot do this without him. Second Chronicles chapter 30 verse 9 says, The Lord your God is gracious and he's merciful and he will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. In Joel chapter 2 verse 13, it says, Rend your hearts, not your garments, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and he is merciful. He is slow to anger and he abounds in steadfast love. Joel 2 verse 13. Let me once again remind you of James chapter 4 verse 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Are you doing that? Are you choosing daily? Are you choosing moment by moment to submit to God? Are you choosing right here and right now, right now, right now, right now? Are you choosing to plant your feet firmly on the solid rock of Christ and set yourself against the devil? Listen, my friend, submit to God and resist the temptations of the enemy. Refuse to give Satan any more ground to stand on. Listen, when he pushes, you push back harder. When he feeds you lies, you shove God's truth right down his throat. 1 Peter 5, verses 8 and 9 says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. In Ephesians 4, 27, we're commanded to give no opportunity to the devil. No opportunity to the devil. Don't, Don't miss that, my friend. No opportunity, not one. Submit yourself to God. 
And through the act of submission, you are automatically resisting the enemy. We are, as Ephesians 6.11 says, to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the schemes of the devil. I want you to understand here, my friend, that God is giving you yet another powerful promise. Willingly choose to place yourself under God's authority. Allow God to be the Lord and leader over every aspect of your life, including your sexuality. And then, upon his perfect and absolute authority alone, you can resist the devil. Through God's power and God's power alone, the devil must flee from you. Did you catch that? The enemy of your soul has to go, not because he's afraid of you, but because he's afraid of God. Well, no matter how long you've been fighting or how long you've been choosing to give in to this beast of sexual temptation, no matter how defeated you may feel right now, you can live in victory. You can live in freedom. Your sin can be wiped out, and you can experience times of refreshing. But here's the thing, Proverbs 28, 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. We're in a war. And the question here is not whether you want to be in this war. You're already in it. Like it or not, you're on the battlefield and you're facing the enemy every single day. And either you are daily defeated by the devil and thus end up following the whims and wishes of King Me, like, like cattle being led to the slaughter, or you're daily choosing to submit to God and resist him standing firm in your faith, First Peter 5, 9. Here's the thing. There is no neutral zone. You either, Revelation 12, 11, triumph by the blood of the lamb and the word of, of his testimony, or you'll be enslaved by Satan. So let me encourage you with two standing orders from our commander-in-chief. 2 Timothy 2, verse 3. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And 1 Timothy 1.18, wage the good warfare. Okay, we're, we're going to hit the pause button here until next week's episode, and we look forward to continuing in this ongoing study of how to be pure. If you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry, then I encourage you to visit our website and look at the multitude of resources that we've made available to you. You can find our website at thepuritycoach, that's all one word, thepuritycoach.com. And as we wrap up this episode, one of those resources that I referred to, I'd like to just take a moment and highlight for you. It's a book I've written entitled, The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, A Biblical Toolbox for Purity. Again, the title is The Pure Man's Devotional Guide, A Biblical Toolbox for Purity. It's available on Amazon. You see, building a life of purity doesn't happen overnight. And, and, and like any building project, it's best done when you use the right tools for the task, right? Well, the Pure Man's Devotional Guide is a toolbox, if you will, equipping you with everything you need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. The Pure Man's Devotional Guide is a five-week, seven-day-per-week devotional that has been written to help you see how the enemy attacks but more importantly, how you can skillfully handle the Word of God as you learn to submit yourself to God and resist the devil, watching the enemy flee from you. There's over 600 verses of Scripture within the pages of the Pure Man's Devotional Guide. It's, 
It's a biblical resource to, to help you demolish the arguments that plague you, taking captive your sinful, sensual, selfish, king-me-centered thoughts, and not only making them obedient to Christ, but enabling you to walk in freedom and live in victory, 2 Corinthians 10.5. So if that interests you, if that piques your curiosity, go to our website, thepuritycoach.com, and check out our resources page. Or go directly to amazon.com and do a search for The Pure Man's Devotional Guide a biblical toolbox for purity. Well, if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking. Thinking.